Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode, how to prepare for spiritual warfare and the coming end of days. But if you look around the world today, there's unprecedented numbers of believers in other countries suffering this horrendous persecution, crucifixions, hangings, tortures, you know, you name it, it's terrible. And so do American Christians, Western Christians, do we get raptured out before all this stuff happens? Only time will tell. Some people believe that the rapture occurs in the middle of tribulation, some at the end. So it's just prudent to be prepared just in case of whatever eventuality unfolds here. Hey there, I'm hard at work on another edition of Inner Sanctum, my free monthly newsletter. Inner Sanctum features my monthly brief, a column of my thoughts and opinions on what's happening in the world. It features a spotlight on a past guest, a look ahead to an upcoming episode of my weekly syndicated radio program, The Conspiracy Show. It features a look at this month in conspiracy and UFO history and my Conspiracy Unlimited podcast episode pick of the month and so much more. To get your free monthly newsletter, Inner Sanctum, delivered to your email inbox, just go to my website, strangeplanet.ca, strangeplanet.ca. Scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on Inner Sanctum and register. It's fast, easy, and again, absolutely free. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs. Here's Richard Serrett. The forces of light and darkness appear to be lined up in a battle array as the world moves closer to the end of the age. Using both military and spiritual warfare tactics, a U.S. Army colonel and Pulitzer Prize-nominated journalist have put together a how-to guide to help believers become battle-ready. Troy Anderson is standing by to discuss how Christians can be empowered to counter the darkness of approaching end-time forces, develop our spiritual gifts so we can walk in the supernatural power and protection of the Holy Spirit, and move into a new level of spiritual warfare based on biblical and military principles. Troy is a Pulitzer Prize-nominated investigative journalist and the best-selling co-author of The Babylon Code and Trumpocalypse. He writes for Reuters, Newsmax, Town Hall, and other media outlets. He is the co-author of The Military Guide to Armageddon, Battle-tested strategies to prepare your life and soul for the end times. Troy Anderson, welcome to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you? Oh, great. It's uh, an honor to be on your show. The Military Guide to Armageddon, your co-author, Colonel David J. Giamona. You're a Pulitzer Prize-nominated writer and a journalist. How did you become associated with this project? The, the, the colonel read my, my last book, uh, Trumpocalypse, and and got a hold of me at the time he'd written a book called the making of a warrior this is like early 2018 and he was looking for somebody to help him get it published and when he called me it struck me because i knew about these these gallup polls that say about 70 percent of the public uh, you know highly respects the military and so i thought if 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 the public will listen to anybody about the dangers facing you know america and the world that they'd listen to a, an army chaplain and a colonel 
before entering into this project, did you share those concerns that we are in the uh, end of ages? Yeah, for the last, you know, I was a reporter at the Los Angeles Daily News and other newspapers for many years. But for the last decade, I've I've been investigating this question: Are are we really moving into what the Bible describes as the end times? And I've done over 200 uh, interviews, everybody from Billy Graham and all kinds of major faith leaders to experts at Oxford and uh, Princeton and Yale, existential risk institutes. And the consensus along on the religious side is that yes, they believe. We're moving into what the Bible describes as the end of the age, but the experts on the secular side believe there's all kinds of great threats facing humanity, you know, artificial intelligence run amok, global totalitarian government, uh, nuclear war, extreme climate change, and they, they believe we're at a very dangerous point in history. But how widespread in the military is this belief that we are in the, the end of times? You know, it, it's a it's a surprisingly widespread belief. There's a lot of uh, Christians and Catholics in the military uh, the, the colonel, he put me in touch of a couple of generals and other colonels, and they, they share this belief, very concerned about what they're seeing happening in the world today. You know, the colonel has a top-secret security clearance, so he has access to a lot of information. And, uh, the, you know, the, these guys are fully aware of, of not just what we, you know, read in the news, but all kinds of things that are happening behind the scenes, uh, especially with, you know, what's going on today with the election and uh, the, the the rollout of the global reset and everything. So, yeah, well, there's there's a widespread belief in the military that, you know, we, we really could be approaching what the Bible describes as Armageddon. When you started this project, I'm guessing it was before the onset of COVID. So I guess as the book is in the process of actually being printed and published, this pandemic strikes. What did you and the colonel think about the timing? Was it, de- you, was it you know, divine? Uh, you know, that was one of the interesting things about this. When the fir- colonel first got a hold of me in early 2018, he actually told me that, that God had told him that by the time the book comes out, the entire world would know why the book is coming out at that particular time. And at first, I was a little skeptical about that. But then, as you know, as we kept on working on this, we you know we found an agent, we secured a publisher, and then actually. Last year, you know, er, earlier this year when we were about to finish up the book, the COVID pan, you know, pandemic hit. He'd actually gone to Israel on a, on a trip, and, and when the pandemic was first going, you know, was, was first spreading, he was there in Israel and had all kinds of experiences there. And then, you know, they, they announced, well, we released the book in January, and now we have all this chaos unfolding. So, yeah, I think it was divine. You know, we've had uh, pandemics before. I was... Uh, lately, I've been asking a lot of people of a certain age whether they remember the Hong Kong flu, which killed about 100,000 Americans back in 1968. And it's funny, people lived through that, but they really didn't pay much attention to it because, of course, you know, there were no lockdowns. People weren't forced to wear masks. There was no discussion of, you know, uh, mandatory vaccinations. People just went about their lives. Uh, but I guess the point is, we've had pandemics before. We've had civil unrest, certainly in the 1960s. In fact, that very year, uh, rioting and so forth. Um, why do you think that this time, in 2020, with this particular pandemic, with this particular round of civil unrest, that it feels like it's later than we think? You, you know, what's, what's different this time around is that we now have the, the technologies that we've never really had in the past. I mean, you know, the Bible talks about you won't be able to buy or sell unless you have the mark of the beast. Um, it talks about this, this global, you know, political, economic, religious system. Um, and, and today we, we do. We have, we have the surveillance state. We have all these technologies. There's concerns about the vaccine. 
Um, there's, there's also concerns in the military. Could this, you know, this uh, could COVID actually been a, a bioweapon or was it accidentally released from, you know, a lab in China? So there's, there's things that are a lot different today. We have, of course, we have weapons of mass destruction that can completely wipe out the world. So, so essentially, but essentially for the first time in history, we have all the technologies in place and the system in place so that you could have a, a global leader take control. So Armageddon is actually the, the location in northern Israel that the final battle between good and evil is to take place. But uh, there's something interesting going on in, in that particular part of the world uh, as it relates to oil. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, the, the other interesting thing is that yeah, the Bible actually tell, talks about there will be some kind of hook or some kind of draw to the to Israel and to the Middle East that will you know bring the the armies of the world together for this great confrontation at the end of the tribulation period, and of course you know what we all know now that there's massive oil and gas reserves in in the Middle East, and now they've recently found gigantic reserves in Israel and off Israel, so that could also help explain why Armageddon would be this this central location for this this great battle that uh, at the end of the tribulation, and. What does the Bible tell us about the final battle, Armageddon, uh, in terms of the, the participants, the combatants, perhaps even the, the weapons that will be used? Well, one of the most interesting things is, is that Revelation talks about this 200 million man army and uh, that will be involved in the Battle of Armageddon. And for, you know, for, for centuries, you know, Bible scholars puzzled over how, how, how possibly could humanity muster a, a 200 million man army and what exactly is this? But today, of course, you know, if you combine the militaries of, of different countries together, uh, these, these different forces that are now aligning, potentially you could have an army that big. It talks about it crossing the Euphrates River into the, into the Middle East. Uh, so that, that's a very interesting thing. And, uh, and 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 today, with all the weapons, all the technologies we have, we have just just incredible lethal you know types of weapons that can like you know I think we talked about in the book. The colonel actually saw a demonstration of a new weapon they have, where they're, they're testing it out, where they can release drones. Uh, from an airplane over a city, and it could potentially kill the people, but leave the, the city intact. So there's there's all kinds of fearsome weapons that that we're, you know our militaries are developing. that are in different stages that you know can fulfill some of the the terrible you know uh, horrors that that Revelation talks about. I think the example in the book uh, that with those autonomous drones. They're kind of echoing a mention in, in Revelation about locusts that will come down and basically though anyone who's not given the seal of God, they'll be tormented by these locusts. They won't be killed. They'll just be tortured and tormented by them for f- something like five continuous months. Either he or you were comparing these to the autonomous drones. Is that how these drones could operate? They could just literally torture people continuously? Yeah, you know, it's a very interesting thing. You know, when when the Apostle John wrote the book Revelation, of course, he's using, you know, first century terminology to try to describe things that he was shown that would, you know, occur far into the future. So now, of course, we know about these, these drone technologies. And, and uh, you know, we're not privy to everything the military is doing and developing, but a lot of it's, you know, out there in the news. And, um, you know, this one thing, perhaps that could be what they're referring to. There's also a segment of uh, biblical prophecy experts that believe that these, some of these things that Revelation describes could actually be demonic entities that are somehow released into our dimension. 
And um, there's controversy about that, but it's either, you know, certainly, you know, eye-opening that we have now have technology that sort of, you know, uh, appear to be some of the things the Bible describes, and, and so a very intriguing time. How do you foresee, or in the book, how do you and the colonel uh, foresee the, the Antichrist utilizing current-day technology to deceive people? Yeah, I mean, we we are now living in a time of of just massive deception, unlike probably any time in history. You know, there's we're being you know the the mainstream media has largely become a, a propaganda machine. There's there's t- tons of scientific mind control going on. Billions and billions of dollars are spent to influence us, to manipulate us. We've we've seen this played out in a gigantic way in, in this election. And, and the Bible talks about this great deception the Antichrist will, will employ to deceive the world, to take the mark of the beast and, to, you know, fall for this, you know, at, at first, you know, the Bible sort of describes the, the Antichrist as a, as a, you, you know, utopian Messiah. He's promising a, a world of peace following the time of chaos, and he's going to set everything right, fix things, and, and people will sort of fall for this. <clears throat> but the tail end of the tribulation reveals its true colors and, and at the time of you know terrible uh, devastation and, and slaughter. But for the first time in history, we, we have all these, you know, amazing uh, technologies that could deceive the world. There's even, you know, some, some Bible scholars believe that it could be some kind of UFO deception, some kind of you know, space deception or something like that. So there's all kinds of possibilities and, and theories, but the Bible does certainly talk about uh, this massive deception. And, and what role, if any, does this, this futuristic megacity uh, that's being built in the, uh, the deserts of Saudi Arabia, Neom, uh, something like 33 times the size of New York City, and it's being built from scratch, uh, what role does that play in the end times? You know, my, my first book I co-wrote with Paul McGuire was called The Babylon Code. And it's, it's one of the great mysteries of the Bible. It's referred to as Mystery Babylon in Revelation 17 and 18. And for, for centuries, you know, scholars have puzzled over what did the Apostle John mean by Mystery Babylon? And some of the theories is, you know, could Mystery Babylon be America? Uh, you know, the Revelation 17 18 talks about this, this great empire that sits on many waters. It's just destroyed by fire in one day, and the merchants of the world who grew rich off her luxuries trading with her watch from a distance as, as she burns. And so some, some scholars believe it could, you know, could America be this reference to Mystery Babylon, or could America be part of this Mystery Babylon system? But then there's other scholars believe it could be the Europe, sort of like revived Roman Empire, maybe even Jerusalem. Uh, but but now now we have this with this development of Neom, <clears throat> this uh, futuristic city in the Middle East. Uh, some scholars are asking, could this be you know the headquarters of Mystery Babylon? Could this somehow be the the headquarters of the Antichrist? There's there's theories about Islamic Antichrist. So it's very intriguing that this city is now being uh, built. As Christians, we're being uh, asked to you know to get ready to do battle with these forces that, uh, that are present, these dark forces present in the last days. The biblical hero David is mentioned in the book time and time again. And as it turns out, this is someone that people in the military uh, study. They studied David. Um, I think he took part in about 60 battles that are mentioned in the Bible. Talk to me about the importance of, of this warrior king, David, yeah, this is one of the surprising things I, I learned as I was helping the colonel write this book, is that the Bible's full of all these uh, military battles and all these miraculous things that happen. And, and King David is one of the, the great heroes of the Bible, of course. 
you know, we all know the story of how he, you know, used a, a stone and a slingshot to slay this, this great giant Goliath. But then after that time, uh, he was involved in many battles, many victorious battles uh, in which he believed that, you know, God fought on behalf of the Israelites to help them overcome their their enemies. And so the Bible is full of all this military terminology. It talks about God as the Lord of armies. It talks about the, the angels organized in a military structure in, in, in the heavenly realms. And so and it turns out that the military studies, you know, the biblical battles. They, they learn from this and on how to be successful in war. So we, we try to take that uh, teaching in the Bible and convert that. Is how do you apply that to your own life? How do you apply that to spiritual warfare, you know, walking in, in the supernatural power of God and, and as we move into, the, you know, these end time events, how, how will this help take you through the, you know, what, what could be difficult times ahead? And so how do we prepare uh, for the end times? Because just getting through the tribulation is going to be unimaginably horrific. Well, well let me, I, I guess I should ask you first, do you, do you subscribe to the, uh, the idea of a tribulation? That is that, that true believers will be raptured into, into uh, to heaven and, some, and somehow they will escape the tribulation. This is a very controversial subject among, uh, you know, Bible in Bible Bible prophecy circles. I mean, I certainly hope that you know Christians will get raptured at the beginning and avoid all this. But but if you look around the world today, there's there's unprecedented numbers of, of believers in other countries suffering just horrendous persecution, crucifixions, hangings, tortures. You know, you name it. It's it's terrible, and so. Uh, do we do we do do American Christians, Western Christians, do we get raptured out before all this stuff happens? I mean, only only time will tell. Some some you know people believe that the rapture occurs in the middle of the tribulation, some at the at the end. So it, it's just prudent to to be prepared just in case of whatever eventuality unfolds here. So um, so part of the idea of the book is to it, it, the primary purpose is to help get people spiritually and mentally and psychologically ready for whatever you know unfolds here. And then we actually have a chapter on uh, prepping for the end times, how to, you know, the physical kind of preparations you need, you know, to, to go through any kind of disaster or, or catastrophe. First, could you give us a glimpse of what you think the tribulation is going to be like? I mean, I mentioned the locusts and so forth, you know, uh, tormenting non-believers for five consecutive months. The, the Bible talks about, uh, you know, pestilence and, and plagues, of course. We're, we're seeing that now, I suppose. What else? What else is going to happen? It's going to be uh, catastrophic, but in what way? Yeah, the, uh, so the, you know, the different books of the Bible, uh, Daniel, uh, Matthew, and Revelation primarily, uh, describe this, uh, what, what many believe is going to be a seven-year period. Of course, you know, the first three and a half will be this period of, of peace, when the uh, Antichrist and false prophet bring uh, uh, peace to the world. <clears throat> but then the, the second half, they show their true colors, and it essentially describes a time of, of unparalleled you know, death and destruction upon this planet. If you, if you go through the book Revelation, you sort of add up all the people that uh, die during this time. It's about four-fifths of all humanity. So we're talking about uh, billions of people. You know, it talks about, you know, things that, you know, could be asteroid strikes. It talks about things that could be nuclear nuclear war occurring, uh, great battles, plagues, pestilences, boils, sort of like the, the plagues of ancient Egypt, you know, on steroids. 
and uh, and it talks about God poured out His judgment. So so uh, for the sins of humanity, God has sort of stored up His His judgment for this last three and a half years of of human history, and and that's what's going to be be here. So you certainly do not want to be here for that. So so you know I I believe that we will will get raptured either midpoint or early part of the of the rapture <clears throat> or the, of the tribulation. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's an unparalleled time of terrible uh, uh, destruction upon the earth. More of my conversation with Troy Anderson when Conspiracy Unlimited returns. America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Try the tea everyone's talking about. Nothing does what Life Change Tea does. They have no competition. Life Change Tea helps support a healthy body. It tastes great and leaves you feeling refreshed every day. I drink a cold 16-ounce glass of this amazing herbal non-GMO caffeine-free tea every morning, and I never suffer from bloating. It's as if I'm getting a gentle internal cleanse every day. A healthy colon and a healthy gut is the key to a healthy body. I love the pomegranate, but the peppermint is also refreshing. And just in time for the holidays, go to getthetea.com, getthetea.com, and check out the holiday special flavor pack, which includes a one month supply each of the Life Change Super Tea, peppermint and pomegranate cleansing teas. Life Change Tea is a unique blend of all natural ingredients used with great results for several years. They pride themselves on selling an all natural USA manufactured product. This special blend aids in maintaining great digestion and it may aid in boosting your immune system. It may also help cleanse your body from unwanted intruders. This gentle daily cleanse helps to prevent buildup in your colon, which is key in maintaining normal digestive health. Stay happy and healthy with Life Change Teas from GetTheTea.com. Use the code word UNLIMITED and all your orders ship for free. Get your tea from GetTheTea.com. Theoretical physicists say that there's as many as 12 hyperdimensions. Here are just three of them. Conspiracy Unlimited. Conspiracy Unlimited. Conspiracy Unlimited. Pretty cool, huh? Uh, here's an extra one. Conspiracy Unlimited. Hey, how about one more? Conspiracy Unlimited. And the great thing is we have six hyperdimensions left. Conspiracy Unlimited. Five. Troy Anderson, the co-author of The Military Guide to Armageddon, is here. You highlighted how today Christians around the world, 250 million, are being subjected to horrific persecution, crucifixions, and uh, on a much lower scale, you know, losing their livelihood. We're seeing a little bit of that here in North America. But some Christians fear that during the tribulation there will be internment camps, there will be guillotines, uh, Christians will be martyred uh, en masse. Do you believe that will, will take place? You know, the, the book Revelation talks about the, the blood of the martyrs uh, and the martyrs in heaven uh, asking the Lord how long and, and questions like that. So, yeah, there's uh, the first century experienced a lot of uh, persecution and, and martyrdom, but the Bible talks about just, just 
huge numbers of martyrs in during this uh, this tribulation period and um you know the shortly before the presidential election here in america archbishop carlo vigano uh, sent an open letter to president trump uh, warning of a health dictatorship and uh, the the global reset that the, the leader now talking about at the world economic forum and in this you know sort of stunning letter he actually talks about uh, detention camps for those who sort of don't go along with the program. So we're, we're seeing all these uh, different things that are moving us towards uh, uh, less loss of freedoms, loss of liberties uh, that we've all traditionally enjoyed here in North America for all our lives. And uh, so only time will tell how this all pans out, but there's certainly you know many warning signs. And what about the mark of the beast? Uh, without it, you cannot buy or sell. Essentially, you're you're excluded from the economic system. Some have suggested that it might be this new patent from, I believe it's Microsoft, uh, and coincidentally, the patent number is 060606. It's some sort of wearable technology that will also uh, act as a cryptocurrency. Do you think that could be the mark of the beast, or is it a vaccine? What What are your thoughts? You know, I wrote a story about that for Godspeed magazine a few months ago about this this patent you mentioned and and concerns about the vaccine. We we interviewed uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the the son of the the late senator who was assassinated back in 1968. Time magazine had actually named him a hero of the planet here a, a while back. He's a an attorney for the I think the Natural Resources Defense Council, and he he's raised concerns about the about the vaccine and vaccines in general, and so we're I'm still you know investigating this and looking into this, but there there are you know quite a few articles coming out now from uh, Bible prophecy experts, you know expressing concerns about the vaccine and and what what you're talking about could this could this be the mark of the beast? Could it be a precursor? Are they trying to get us used to sort of this this idea? Um, you know these are all in, intriguing questions. So the central theme of the book, again, you know, the, the, the subtitle is Battle-Tested Strategies to Prepare Your Life and Soul for the End Times. So just kind of walk us through a few examples of how, you know, the, the, how training to become a soldier in wartime uh, is, is similar uh, to preparing for spiritual battle. You know, if you read the Bible, the Bible is a book of miracles. It's it's a book describing God's supernatural intervention in human affairs, and many biblical characters experienced uh, you know many miracles of God. So that's that's one of the primary things that we teach people in this book is how to how to walk in the supernatural power, protection, and provision of the Holy Spirit or or God. Uh, you know, especially as we move into these end time events. Uh, you know, of course, the Bible talks about putting on the full armor of God. It talks about you know the the helmet of salvation, the the sword of the uh, of the you know of the Word of God, and and other uh, you know sort of armaments that the Apostle Paul described. And so these are important things for 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 believers to do. Uh, it also the Bible also talks about gifts of the Spirit. Uh, how you know we're each giving different gifts, and, and those can be used uh, to um, you know further God's will on earth. You know, spreading the good news, you know, helping the orphans, widows, and and the poor, and, and that kind of thing. So there's there's all kinds of different things we we go through in this book to sort of teach people how to you know become a, a mature in their faith, and then walk in the power of God. I think uh, the colonel mentions the moment you attend boot camp, your first day of boot camp, or basic training rather, you're officially a soldier, but you're not 
a battle-tested soldier. And so many of us Christians, we, we read the Bible, we go to church, but that doesn't mean we're ready for what's coming our way. Can you give us a few examples of how we could maybe uh, deepen uh, our commitment to the faith and, and, and really uh, prepare ourselves for, for what's coming? Yeah, yeah. For for many decades, the the church in in the West is is sort of been a country club kind of church. You know, uh, it's a sort of all about how God's going to bless us and and make our lives better. Uh, but now there's there's many people saying that there's there's a shift going on. I I was just we we just met with Rabbi Jonathan Burness, who has a a TV show, syndicated TV show out, out of Phoenix, and uh, he said he believed that the that God is is shifting from the 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 Lamb of God that he's been for or Jesus shifting from the Lamb of God he's been for two thousand years to the Lion of the tribe of Judah in preparation for you know what's coming and for his ultimate return, and so uh, you know for for many decades the church is not taught on Bible prophecy uh, even though a recent Lifeway poll said nine in ten pastors now see signs of the end times and current events so so part of the idea here is, is to uh, this, is, this is sort of an idea, a process of the making of a warrior process, like the military calls it, going through boot camp. There's, there's exercises in this book to help you, you know, grow in your faith. And then and on top of this, we actually formed a battle ready ministries with a major general, another colonel, the assistant to the president movie guide, uh, several pastors and the filmmaker. And we're going to be doing uh, virtual and in-person conferences at churches and other venues around the country to help help, you know, uh, awaken and prepare the church, raise up uh, end times warriors of God, because you know, we believe that God is essentially forming a, an end times army of, of, of soldiers of Christ who are going to help uh, fulfill the Great Commission, you know, taking the gospel to all the world. And and uh, we also believe that this is going to be a time when, when many, many people are going to turn to the Lord. So um, we're, we, we believe God has called us to help do that. How would you characterize your own preparedness and uh, emotional state if we are indeed in the the end times are you are you excited are you exhilarated are you frightened you know I, i've been uh, I, I first got introduced to bible prophecy when i was 11 years old uh, my youth pastor gave me a copy of the late great planet earth how, how lindy's uh, famous book so I, i've known about these kind of things all, all you know most of my life uh, but to answer your question i mean in reality this is the most exciting time in history to be alive uh, you know, God has, I believe God has a, a, a destiny for all of us. And so this book will, you know, help the Holy Spirit guide you into the destiny, the, the purpose that God has for your life. And, uh, you know, here, here just recently, in our, in our last book, Trumpocalypse, we called for a national day repentance. America hasn't had one since Abraham Lincoln was president. We called for that in Trumpocalypse. A friend of ours began uh, flying around the country, networking of all kinds of uh, ministers. Uh, he, he asked us to write the executive summary. And then he, he persuaded Rabbi Jonathan Kahn to be, be the spokesman. And then the event went forward. It was called the Return National Global Day of Prayer and Repentance. It occurred September 26 on the Washington Mall. About 100,000 people showed up. Millions of people watched it worldwide. He, he told us after about a quarter million people, you know, gave their lives to Jesus. And so, and I'm hearing similar reports all around the world that, that many people are turning to God. So this is a great time to, you know, to get battle ready to, to serve the Lord and to help help fulfill uh, Jesus's final instruction to us, which is to take the the good news to all the world. Well, that's the that's the exciting part. We 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 know how the movie ends, right? We know who wins, so that has to be comf- comforting. Yeah, that, that's you know, this is actually the great hope of the Christian faith. 
you know, I, I interviewed Billy Graham a few years ago, and he said that signs of the end of the age are converging for the first time since Jesus uh, made those predictions. <clears throat> and he said, this is the great hope. This is the blessed hope that, that Jesus will return at some point, and he's going to set everything right. There'll be a new heaven, a new earth. And, uh, and for those who, who accept the Lord into their hearts, they'll, they'll live for eternity in, in heaven. You mentioned your previous book, Trumpocalypse. Some have suggested, evangelicals and uh, or Bible-believing Christians, that, that Trump is God's candidate, that he is kind of a, a King David type, uh, because King David was no saint. He was a, a womanizer and, and uh, some say even a murderer. Not that Trump is, but he's not what you would think is a, necessarily as a role model. Others have con- compared him to King Cyrus. What are your thoughts? Does Trump fit into this biblical narrative, or is he just happens to be the occupant of the White House when this is all happening? You know, the, the Bible has all kinds of interesting uh, characters. <laughs> and if you look at like uh, Samson, of course, you know, King David, uh, Noah, I mean, they, they all, Moses killed a guy. I mean, they, they all had their flaws, right? And, but God just sort of used regular people in, in extraordinary ways. And, and so it appears that, you know, God is, is using President Trump in, in, in extraordinary ways too. I mean, only time will tell how this this whole you know election battle is going to pan out and what exactly is going to happen here. And, and of course, you know, God's ways are, are far above what we can you know comprehend as humans. Uh, but but it does seem that you know God has used him in in some kind of uh, you know very uh, wise way in the last four years. And so we'll just have to wait and see uh, what what ultimately happens here. Just in the uh, few minutes that remain, tell us a little bit about your co-author who's not here, uh, Colonel David J. Giomana. The colonel's an amazing guy. He's a, a chaplain in the U.S. Army for 32 years. Uh, he worked at the Pentagon. Uh, he was in charge of uh, thousands of chaplains uh, worldwide. Uh, he, he has a, a ministry called the Warrior Refuge on 46 acres in, in, in Georgia. And, uh, and he's actually the president of Battle Ready Ministries. I'm the vice president. And, um, yeah, he's just a, a phenomenal uh, man of God that, uh, you know, feels called very strongly by God to help awaken and prepare the church and, and get us ready for, uh, for, for what's coming. The Military Guide to Armageddon, Battle-Tested Strategies to Prepare Your Life and Soul for the End Times. Troy, how do we get a copy? Yeah, the, the book's uh, the number one hot new release in Christian eschatology and spiritual warfare books on Amazon. It's available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, pretty much anywhere books are available. And, or you can go to our websites, uh, troyanderson.us and davidjgiamona.com. Troy, great meeting you, and uh, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, it's a great honor. Thank you. Okay, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs, I'll be back in a few moments to share a few details about an upcoming episode. C60 Evo's Miracle Molecule ESS60 makes a great gift for conscious people and their pets. Why not give the gift of radiant health to everyone on your list this Christmas? ESS60, the powerful antioxidant, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory in a bottle. ESS60 is the purest form of C60 available anywhere from C60 Evo. Benefits include increased strength, flexibility, immunity, and better sleep. Check out the great gift sets now available at special holiday discount prices. C60evo.com slash Richard hyphen Serrett. C60evo.com slash Richard hyphen Serrett. 
Take 15% off your order with the coupon code JOLLY15RS. That's JOLLY15RS. Coming up next time, mathematician Marty Leeds discusses sacred numbers, sacred geometry, gematria, symbolism, and all things related to pi. The stories in the Bible are the central hub in the wheel, if you will. So we have the story that we're all focused on. And then in that story, there's a bunch of narratives that are going on. And all of those narratives become the spokes of the wheel, if you will. So one of those spokes is an astrotheological spoke. One is a philosophical. One is a psychological. One is a sacred geometric. One is a numeric, et cetera, et cetera. The claim that I'm making that there's a mathematical foundation throughout that book. And to truly understand what's the, the message that's being purveyed, you have to go and understand the mathematics first. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting.